Father, in the stillness of our own hearts, in the midst of the noise of this world, may we hear your voice and receive your word as gift to us tonight. Through Jesus, our living word, we pray. Amen. As we come to pray tonight and this evening, we're going to have an extended time of intercession. We're hoping and praying that we might align our own prayers to those of Jesus, the one who, according to the writer of Hebrews, ever lives to intercede for us. And we want to pray that we might see the world, the people, and this planet as Jesus sees it. In our confession, we used a very powerful phrase that is the heart of what I want us to reflect on this evening. Enable us, we prayed, to see this world anew as a gift from you to be shared and nurtured as a gift from you. That's a very different perspective from the one which prevails in our world and in our society, generally speaking. Our politicians are seeking power and authority to take charge and to set things right. With great intentions, I expect, but maybe some of them are mixed. They're seeking to help those who have very little. They're seeking to make a difference to those who need change in their lives. And they're prepared to spend huge amounts of money to make that possible. But the perspective that the Word of God comes from is not that we have the power to do things. The greatest power that we have as God's people is the capacity to receive. Because right the way through scriptures, we see a God whose delight and whose capacity is fully to give, to give and give again. And as those different perspectives that I've mentioned runs right the way through that scripture. That God invites us to be those who are learning to receive. And that puts a completely different perspective on what it means to be a nation in the light of our election and all that flows from it. We don't have the answers to life's Issues. Indeed, we do not have the power, the ultimate power, to make the difference that is needed. Our first call as we come to God and lay ourselves before Him is to pray for the humility to be receivers before we can be givers. Perhaps there's no greater passage in the scriptures than that of Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2. 
And as I read these words, you may just want to close your eyes and think and reflect on Christ's attitude to power and Christ's desire to be the one who gives up all his rights and in humility be in complete submission to the God who has brought him to this place. St. Paul writes, If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, any comfort from his love, any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then might make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with others, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, or another translation might be grasped. He didn't consider that something that he wanted to take hold of himself. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. A servant is one in those days who had absolutely no rights, who had no way of exercising any power in life whatsoever. And being made in human likeness, being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. There's no lower place that he could have gone. But here's the God who comes. Here's the God who comes and in that place of humility, abandonment, gives him what can only be described as the ultimate gift. Because therefore, Paul says, God has exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of of God the Father. Jesus had learned that what life was about was receiving before he could begin giving. Indeed, God is known as the giver of all. All of life is gift. And so when we come to this passage from the prophet Isaiah, we see a God who is giving light in the darkness. A people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. It is his gift to the people who are blinded to what is the truth of what's around them. 
that he opens their eyes to see God even in a baby. He gives a son, a baby. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. This child, however, is no ordinary child because the prophet goes on in his foreseeing of who Jesus really was and is as one upon whom the government, the whole rule and authority of God would rest. Indeed, you remember when Jesus commissioned his disciples to go into the world and in his name to help others to see that light to see, the, see from that perspective that all of life is gift. He said before he gave them that great commission, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All. <laughs> There's no mistaking what that, mere, that word means. For the government, the rule, the authority... The power is upon his shoulders. And Jesus, because of his low place, was able to receive that from on high as gift and exercise that authority with love. We see that time and again in the life of Jesus. Do you remember him as he was before Pontius Pilate on his trial? And Pilate is frustrated because he cannot he will not say a word. Don't you realize this? I have the power to release you and the power to crucify you. <laughs> you can imagine Jesus just looking at him with those eyes fixed directly at this man who was so full of his own authority speaking words which I don't think he would ever, ever forget. You would have no power unless it was given to you from on high. Power is a gift from God because he is the one who gives and gives and gives again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. This is my body which is given for you. Take it and eat it. Do this to remember me. To remember one who gives of himself so that we might know his life. God gives. Our place is to receive. And then we remember in the resurrection appearances when Jesus comes to his disciples who were so in despair and he breathes on them and he says, receive the Holy Spirit. He's a giving that spirit of life 
which enable them to do things beyond their capacity. In the Acts of the Holy Spirit, Peter speaks about the gift of the Holy Spirit which will be given to them and to their children and the children's children. He speaks of the one who gives the gift of eternal life. Our only power is to receive. And so in our praying for others, in our praying for our nation, in our praying for ourselves as we reflect over these next days and maybe have the privilege of being in a place of stillness, a place of presence, a place where God is ready to meet with us, May we pray first that we might recognize that the whole of life is gift. That all that we have is gift. That the earth is the Lord's. The planet which we live on is God's. The money, the economic policies, the way those billions of pounds are going to be spent. They're being spent with money that is all God's. Yours, Lord, is the prayer. Solomon and David's cry to God. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendor, and the majesty. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things, he says, come of you. We just give what you've given to us first. Before we can begin to give, we need to learn how to receive God's grace which God pours out so freely and so extravagantly. Isaiah then speaks of a people walking in darkness, seeing a great light. Sometimes we describe a huge insight into the things of God as a light bulb moment. I've seen the light. Something fresh in my understanding, my vision, my deep inner knowing has become real to me, which I hadn't appreciated in anything like a full way before. Those living in a, a land of deep darkness, a light dawns, and the dawning comes with the revelation of Jesus. The darkness is about being blind to truth, ourselves being deceived by pride, thinking that ours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. We think of ourselves as powerful, as self-sufficient, capable people who, in our better decisions, will use that power to benefit others. And yet, when the light dawns, that God is the one who gives. We see things in a very, very different perspective and we can begin to pray as Jesus prays in the power of his spirit. So this evening as we pray for our politicians, for the people of the nation, for the planet in which we live, may we pray above all else that the light will dawn and it will begin in us. 
Yet when that light dawns, we might see God in a new way, in a way who is indescribably generous, and see the life that we live as gift from him, and know that in his love, his sovereign power will accomplish all things. Let us be still for a moment. Enable us, Lord, to see this world anew at this time and in this nation as a gift from you to be shared and nurtured. May our lives come under your rule that we might learn how to receive, that our hearts may be full of thanksgiving and praise for who you are and all that you do and will do until your glory fills the earth and your kingdom comes in its fullness. Amen.